0: Another live stream, talking about life. Crowd, sponsored by Eclipse Energy. Eclipse Energy and delivery. Delivery. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us a little bit later than usual. Goddamn um, oh Facebook. Yeah, Facebook changing the streaming settings. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how we get on, shall we? Um, but yes, we'll, 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 we'll carry on to live shows, live telephones, live podcasts, whichever one it is. Um, my name's Mike Egg. Always, I enjoy by my fellow gruff voice, amigo, producer, fan, Mr. Rick Farrell. How are you didling, Rick?
1: Absolutely buzzing,
0: mate. So oh, am so am I. So am I. My, I've got Jake in my my voice. I've found parts of it from, from, from Sunday, not found all of it. Hope you're all feeling the same <laughs> out there in internet land and stuff. Um, yes, we beat the Bulls, passed the Bulls, um, ate on the trot safe we're safely in third safe in that playoffs Um let's get let's get into it let's let's start let, let's let's dissect that shall we
1: please let us know you can hear us
0: see please, us everything please else do Um but yeah if we if we can so we need. let's got confirmation we need comments first we need to mention we're not talking to ourselves really um are we 16 people watching oh Maybe not. What is going on? <laughs> I'm alright. I'm alright fiasco here. <laughs> but yes. Uh, Sorry,
1: folks. They've decided to change it at the last minute without telling us. So
0: yeah. Um. On, on, my, on my thing, it's quite speeding up, to be honest. It, it, it depends on it catching up. Anyway... Let's... <laughs> this is what live stream it's all about guys <laughs> absolutely love it there's 17 people watching anyway but yeah anyway anyway there's only one place with only one place we can start only one place and it is this man Greg Worthington finally scored a try! Woo! Oh, God, that felt good. Yes, Greg Worthington. What, what have we been saying for the last few weeks? Eh? The Halifax number three, scoring on the left flank to contribute towards a win for Halifax against Bradford. It was well worth the wait, wasn't it? Well worth the wait. Um it was it was a try that my grandma could have scored really after Woodburn all putting through. A nice early ball. Um I'm not sure. But um but yeah, so glad he's got that monkey off his back. And uh yeah, I'm 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 so chuffed. Um I spoke to him like everyone else did, um at the pub on, on Sunday. Um But yeah, um really, really good to to see him get over the line because he's been he's, he has been playing really well there's no there's no doubt about that um but um yeah he just needs to get over for, for, for the try there Um what 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 do you reckon rick
1: oh i totally agree mate we've been saying it for weeks haven't we that he were finally going to show up and uh bash the bulls so to speak do it against his Queensbury mates and all that <laughs> sort of stuff but yeah i'm delighted for him he's off the nuddy yeah uh, he played well like you say but i'm more concerned can you hear us can you see us yeah, please come and get some comments in to say that you can actually hear what we're saying, and we're not just in silence. You know.
0: Yeah, we 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 are kind of watching on our phone just to make sure that that we we've, we've got people watching there. Um, but yeah, just like let us know folks, because I say Facebook has decided to be silly with us and to change the way that we stream this thing. Um, but yeah. It seems it seems to be all right. People people liking it. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we're good.
1: Yeah, no one's saying they can hear us though. No sound or video, lads. No picture. Just in the bath park. Keep it clean.
0: Audio oh, video working fine Yeah, Yes, people. Happy are fine days. Right. Let's we're, crack we're, we're on. Got Cheers for that. Go. We're good to go. So Rick, um, yeah, Greg Worthington. Like this is this is uh, he's he's going to be top try scorer now. He's going to be like he's going to be like he's going to be like Halifax buses. Wait, you wait. 12 games what, for What,
1: absolutely filthy. I mean.
0: <laughs> if he gets his shirt mucky with the work that he does, absolutely fine. But yeah, uh, as I said before, great great to have the monkey off his back. Um, You could tell it was sort of bothering him a little bit, the fact that he weren't getting there. Uh, even though all the rest of his game was absolutely brilliant. He just needed to score, and he did score. And as you say, Queensby lad, uh, not, what, what a better team to do it against the Bulls.
1: And to say he's absolutely struggled and toiled to try and get over the line, you know, I think... Um, Was it the witness game where he had like four men on his back and he was trying to force his way over the line (laughs) and then... He literally gets put over on a plate. You Can imagine if he'd have dropped it uh, with a 2 or one, one 3 yeah, one overlap?
0: That would that, have been just the one, but there were, there were plenty of ace visuals. Jacob Fairbank's face on that picture where <laughs> he's going to score, and, and quite rightly he has been getting a, a lot of stick online with things like about time, and well, I wonder when you were going to score and all that sort of stuff. And and to be fair, we we're, we're, were all in the pub in, in Lewin's after game and that, and he took it in very, very good humour. He was he, he, he would kind of echoing what we were saying, Ourselves really, but yeah, so so glad for for him to score. Then hopefully he'll kick on for, for the rest of the season there.
1: Absolutely, mate.
0: Um, other people as well. get say, get your comments in. Let us know what your guys' thoughts about the game. Who, who are your game stars? Um, did you, did you think that that the forward pass to it to? to to salt it to score the try was he offside for Liam Harris's kick those seem to be what John Kieran Bruffa fans are saying uh, what do you guys reckon Um before I get into those I want I want to champion our champion that we've been doing for yeah. the last two years Curtis Davis what a performance I thought he was the man of the match I thought I thought Liam Harris played all right obviously he got the sponsors of the man of the match but I thought Curtis Davis for Allowing Brandon Moore to play his kind of game because Brandon Moore set up the first try and the first minute or so, didn't he? Yeah. But he won the Hitman Award, but I just thought he was class. I just thought he played well above his weight. And to say he's barely played any senior rugby full stop to to put that sort of performance in from what John Keir quite rightly described as a playoff type game. It was a right blood and thunder game. To be putting guys twice the size of him on the backside and the amount of work he got through, the distribution from dummy half, the sniping runs he was making, I thought it was absolutely magnificent.
1: Absolutely, and to do it in front of your potential, I know it might be getting cancelled but in front of the Welsh coach as well who's going to be picking the squad, it's the, the perfect day to do it but, I mean, you say he got hit, man. I'm not surprised when Baldwinson, you know, the lone prop that came in. That Bradford veteran. That, <laughs> b- that Bulls veteran, the one the one that people were sort of questioning if he were committed to, to the team and all that sort of stuff, brought it out from the back line and Kurt absolutely cut him in half. Mm. He must have been thinking, God, all the rest of my mates are having a weekend off here and I'm getting absolutely levered left, yeah. right and centre. So, but yeah, I thought um, distribution-wise, as we always say, was solid. Discipline as well, because you see with a lot of lads that come in after a long time out of the team that they can take a bit of time to get back to it. They might lay on a bit longer, but I thought he were absolutely squeaky clean and I won't go as far as to say he was man of the match. I think as I'll probably um, come on to, I would give that to Salt and Stall just because I thought yeah he, he had such a telling contribution on the overall result, not only with his tries but as everyone know, that's watching knows, his work bringing it out from the back, he's he's just immense. He gets through so much, and he does so much to carry us forward, and he never takes a backward step. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd have given it salty, but I I don't think Curtis would have been too far behind him.
0: I I agree with salty. I think that performance from Salty kind of vindicates the reason why he's in the team and is kind of a bit of a two fingers to the people who who thought he needs dropping because he's not a natural finisher he's all that sort of stuff he finished off two tries very well could have had a nattrick really but uh, but yeah I th- I thought I thought it was a, a proper modern winger's performance and as I say you, you, you you can't you can't fault his effort and desire for for, for the club, and you saw you saw how much it meant to him scoring that try at the end, or, or what what it was. But also to the rest of the team as well, the rest of the team absolutely loved it. They like the slight worry that I had um, going going into last week was that oh, do the players really know how much a it means. To, to us fans to be to put one over bradford but also the importance of the game as well given the yeah. the, the state of the table and stuff but yeah absolutely the, the the they were committed they absolutely loved it and they were celebrating to a man there oh yeah and when tangata
1: threw him on the floor they all died <laughs> you know what i mean absolute scenes in the stands want not so yeah i think the fact that we've got a team full of fat lads generally and the ones that aren't from here are sort of adopted now yeah they do understand what it means to them because well, that just showed on the field how gutted they looked when it looked like it was getting away. But yeah. we spoke to them in the pub, didn't we, after the game, and they were all saying, oh, we're never in danger.
0: I'm like, Easy saying that, Captain <laughs> Hindsight." That's it. You had,
1: you had me fooled. I think yeah. I put on the Twitter, like, why does it have to be like this every week? Sat <laughs> like there shaking with adrenaline at full time. But I'm I'll mu- tell you what, if you bought a season ticket this year, you're getting your money's worth. Oh. I'll, I'll
0: guarantee sure. you that. For sure. I must admit, even the ground, when Flanagan went, dropped that goal... Uh, wait were nine minutes to go, Something was it? Like, yeah, yeah. I thought, right, we can have this. Because Way they, too early. They basically said, right, we're shutting up shop now. You've got nine minutes to score. Well,
1: To be fair to them, they shut up shop probably half an hour from the end of the game. They were yeah. driving up, kicking long. After they got that second try from the cross field kick where we sort of couldn't get back in time, yeah. they were kicking early, they were kicking long, and they were trying to keep us down the other end. The fact that Lily went for that long drop goal with probably... Fifteen minutes to go. Yeah. Show that they had nothing left in the tank, and I think more than anything, when that drop goal goes over, it's not we don't get our nerves. We're like, right, well, we have to keep going here, rather than keeping it level to towards the last minute or two, and then nicking one when you get that unassailable lead. It just it, it probably did us a favour, mm.
0: and I know that Liam Harris has has been kind of. Um, well, there's two ways of looking at Liam Harris. So. Yeah, yo, hey, play that you. yeah. You <laughs> play the Hallelujah <laughs> again. <laughs> yes, um, but like, I, I, th- I think I heard that um people wanted him to go for the drop goal against Sheffield, but he did a chip over the top and stuff like that. Eyes eyes up in that. But having to play at Liam Harris in that sort of scenario won us the game because oh, yeah. he could have very easily gone for drop goal. But he had his eyes up, saw the overlap, dog dog leg defence. And spun it out, and that's that's exactly what Paul Cunliffe friend of the show, said on um, on the comments. Supreme try at the end. It was it, it was it was not structured in any way, shape, or form. It was just a case of play with your head up, be available for a pass, execute, it, and we did. And it w- it was just an absolute quality finish there. And as I say, it's just been in those mo- those clutch moments, like has like been saying for the last couple of months. Harris is in those clutch moments. His Batley witness is there. He's popped up. And he had that big influence on on that on Sunday as well.
1: We, we were sort of saying, weren't we, in, in the stream last week, in the podcast that we did, about who we sort of believed would be the game breakers, and we sort of picked our half backs out as well. yeah. what. Who would have ever thought that the two wingers would have been the two lads that literally dragged us to victory? Yeah, in the, yeah.
0: You know? Oh, McCorm, Maca- yeah, let's mention McCorm. And I say he was also in pub as well. But what, for him to be named on the wing, a foreign position for him. Um, and put in the performance he did. You, you could argue, argue say that he created the match winning he won with, that, with that break that he made. Absolutely. And he, he just looked solid all game. Yeah, he was, he was out of position for that try that you mentioned, that cross-field kick, but as I say it's foreign position for him. And, and to be fair, he was probably trying to save our bacon on the other side for, for a try going in, really. But he'll learn, as I say, it he, he gives Simon Gricks more selection headaches because Absolutely. if you're playing guys on form, then... Zach McComb yeah. you we know, had a great I, I think he's had a terrific season Zach McComb yeah. anyway. Regardless, I think he's been very unlucky to miss out when he when he has been dropped because he's not done anything wrong really and he's, he's played really well. But <coughs> his performance on the wing on Sunday, it gives it gives us an extra dimension that we didn't necessarily it. knew that we had. It's another one of those
1: sort of formulas we seem to have stumbled across. Oh, we know that we can put McComb on the wing now and have success there. Yeah. It solid under the high ball as as the other two were at the back. The back three were outstanding, you know. Yeah, th- I think the Bulls fans were a bit a bit aggrieved. They thought that Woody had knocked on at one point, sort of in the shadow of their post. But it, it is knee and whatever. But they, all afternoon long, they, they swallowed up, and the Bulls just went high after high kick yeah. over and over again, and they just weren't being fooled by it. They, they were underneath everything. Yeah. So I think his back three had a massive impact on. Uh, on the two points yep. in the end.
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. And um, Nathan Field, that's what joining us, Nathan. He's mentioned will burn all. Yeah, I agree. He's he just not having bad games at all. It will burn all. He's just, I still think he should be used more on those second phase balls that come come across. But um, what he's doing is absolutely superb. Um, hopefully he is fit because um, I think he picked up a, a knock in the yeah, game. a
1: few whispers he might have. Uh, Got, got a little injury there so but we'll
0: let's let's hope let's hope if he is it's it's very very short term because we could definitely do with him um for, for the running the potential box office running that we could have which we'll get into later on but we'll fo- we'll focus on this game first and foremost um <laughs> Nick Barber is watching us in the bath surprise surprise uh, and Stephen Boy is saying they're asking to leave that duck alone. Uh, well, <laughs> what, that Pink Floyd song. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Peter Wood. Hey, Pete. Thanks for joining us, Pete. Um, his opinion on Liam Harris try. Couldn't tell who touched it but went back. Touched Barber's foot accidentally but Harris was behind him, so try. As regards to the final try, I think Foggin Johnson touched the ball, attempting to tackle Barber and deviate the flight of the ball, so irrelevant if he went forward or not. Right. I've watched this just before we came on there because yesterday I was I, I <laughs> was I, an absolute right I was thing. A, I was a shrivel of a human being yesterday so I didn't really um <laughs> see much but I just watched it again I thought that um uh, salt it was onside for the kick. it was level at best uh, nothing wrong with the the the, the kicky as you're right in saying it was Salty that had knocked it backwards onto Barber's foot Harris was onside no fight absolute try the last try it did look a forward pass but i'm going to play steve here and say momentum rule i'm also going to say that even if there were sky cameras there you can't check for forward passes that's the whole reason why different angles
1: well that's exactly it. if you look on the bulls what it looks fine and you look on ours it looks a slightly forward and it? the
0: most so. important point of all is the score was 24 20 absolutely so everything else is irrelevant it's not necessarily fish and chip paper nowadays. It's just it's like it's online, it's on tweets, whatever. It's it, and it's it swings and roundabouts. How many bloody games of Bradford were in the past? Food dodgy stuff. And we're gonna have Andrew Foster going, oh, always is me Michael Withers in the grand final, all that sort of stuff. No, no, <laughs> we're having this one. no that, that that's it. No arguments. Get it up your lad. No excuses. No excuses at all. Um, Pete Wood also says they were shattered. Uh, bradford big forwards but not fit forwards extended water breaks exact etc eyelids are fatter uh, fatter fitter even lads <laughs> are definitely fitter uh sports chester butler pre-covid he said gricks makes them train harder than marshall our conditioning and uh, if he's still at the club and the only an done absolutely magnificent job oh, yeah, absolutely. with him um he's as i say we've seen to finish off games as good as we start them I and that's that's the holy grail for fitness really you don't, you don't deviate on that at all but for us to perform both physically and mentally in those absolute crucial moments when you go in at the, um at the end of games is just absolutely fantastic and yeah it's it's so good to see and you're absolutely right there p well, i thought bradford played all right they, they came with a very simple game plan they're depleted in numbers um They've obviously got a lot of issues with injuries and stuff, and all they were going to do was bash up, up with the forwards, and they, they named a winger at stand off. They were just going to yeah. run, and that's what that, that's how they scored the tries really, because they just battered us, us down the middle. Um, two of their tries were incredibly soft. Well, you could argue all three of their tries were, were yeah. soft really, but the third one I thought was was all right play, but it was we fronted up. You can't not the Bradford are fourth in the table, fifth in the table now for a reason. They're, they are a good side. They've got some good players there, but ultimately, we wanted it more. I think I think we wanted yeah. it more. Desire told in the end, and the class, the, the cream rises to the top.
1: I think you've got to, you've got to give them a, a bit of a bit of respect. To, they actually. Had that link on the left that opened us a few times on the outside, yeah, yeah. and they had some real success with it in the first half, and then they just never went back to it, which no. was happy for us. But again, that, is that because of fitness? Is that because of personnel or whatever? I don't know. Possibly. But yeah, I'd pick up on your point about the gamesmanship. Every time we sort of seem to be getting on a roll, when Tangata got a charge, that kicked down the f- sort of he made him go back and. And then they were sending watermen on and all that oh, sort of yeah, stuff. So yeah. we had it all against us, and we came out in the end. And, and as Gary says, it's that total never give up attitude the lads have will get us through so many big games. I'll counter that to a point though where we don't seem to be playing at our best. We've still got, I think no. Leo Maris said we've probably got another three gears we can go oh, up. Oh, we have. We aren't going to get away with playing poorly for long periods of time. The, how much possession we had, mm. and we just couldn't turn it into points. That, the amount of ball that we had and passes into touch and whatever, we, we need to be more clinical every week now because, like I say, when we get to the playoffs, mm. and it looks like we, we are going to make the playoffs now after a fantastic win like that, you, it's last chance saloon. and You can't afford to be playing scrappily and just getting by like, can we have a can we have a comfortable lead at half-time next week and not have to <laughs> give me <laughs> Please, a heart attack again?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I could counteract that by saying that in the sign of a good side that can play poorly, well, yeah. and still win.
1: A- absolutely, everyone does say that. But as Gritty said, eventually you'll come unstuck because you'll ride your luck a bit too f- too much and true. And, <laughs> and the luck will the bounce of the ball, the rub of the green will go against you the other way. So. Yeah,
0: but you could also play yourself into form, and it's these it's these moments where. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's those moments where you, you, you find who you are as a team, and obviously oh, you, you've got you've got to go through the the battles and the witnesses and, and and those sort of games to to be able to earn the more comfortable victories, which I think are around the corner, really. So um, ho- hopefully that may continue. Um, thanks for your comment, there, Gary. Bray much appreciated. Uh, Connor Robinson. Nice to join us again, Connor. Hope you are fit in the side very, very soon. Um, (laughs) He sat on the M62. Well, there we go. It's a a service we provide. We we are... are, Forget Radio 1 or anything like that. Listen to Talking the Facts of Life. And if you sat on a a, jam on on the motorway, hopefully... We will entertain you. We won't, we won't have any traffic updates. All we do, it's, it's rubbish. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. You're not going bro. anywhere. You're going to have rubbish. another,
1: another m M&M and air cup because you like to roll <laughs> dice again for being late.
0: But, <laughs> uh, but like, yes, um, stick around, Connor. What what did you think? If we, uh, um, you'll be in the game, won't you, Connor? Let us know what you're thinking. Obviously, a bit of a different perspective for you. Obviously, okay. sat on the side on the, the sidelines, paid water league. That's <laughs> what he said Sunday. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> but yeah, it, it, what, what what did you think? Obviously, it's frustrating for you being out. What uh, what was it like for you watching the lads on the sidelines? Are you itching at the bit to get back? Um, or, hopefully, you are fully fit and in contention for selection because what you're saying brings true up to there. It turns out, I think. We need another dimension to our attack. Scott Grix has done brilliantly coming in at half-back, and he's given Liam Harris a really good foil to be able to play his running game and that sort of thing. But sometimes it's like running against a brick wall. We're trying the processes, and teams work it out. I think we yeah. need something different, and our kicking game is still poor. Yeah.
1: You think? See,
0: But long, long distance, yeah. Short, short. From, from 20 metre in, Liam Harris's kicking game is really, really good. Apart from that, I think we are still missing a trick, and that's where your man conor robinson um hopefully will come back in and get that that left peg to it um nathan field come back did anyone think we missed that G- G- gadwin after his departure to personally i'm glad he's gone um i think we're kind of cool with this really is he's, he's he's a big presence and a big personality and he has got the potential to be an absolute monster in this league but he didn't show it often enough. I don't think. Nah, he didn't play enough minutes for, on the field for, for, the the money for, he the, for the money he's on, and for the pedigree he's got, he didn't show it often enough. And I would rather have a Dan Murray who isn't as spectacular but will run his blood to water for yeah. for, for, for eighty minutes and, and make a difference. And you're you about not not. I don't think you'll miss it all because Dan Murray. Made the tackle on Lily to drop the ball to end up to Worthington to score his try. Elliot Morris just performs outstanding every week. Oh, yeah. um, you've got players like Connor Davis who's come in who played really well on Sunday there as well you've got Tangata Fairbank who, who, who link into all that Matt
1: side as well Garside. another solid performance yep
0: yeah, exactly it, it, I, I think you're right I don't think we'll miss him that much to be honest and hopefully the money that we are saving on him because Fed will have had to pay up his contract or, or whatever we will have got some sort of recompense for him that will go into either something to to replace this season or possibly next season But we don't, we don't know yet uh, but yeah that's a nutshell nut there no. Connor's come back rather that than yours. I well, you should so.
1: buy a house in Halifax then, shouldn't you, pal? No, Get no, your no, missus no.
0: and move over to Fax th- and th- You'll
1: th- be you'll th- be at training five minutes in, in five minutes, like Saltley.
0: I, I think he's mean. Your haircut. Ah, fair. He's, enough. His haircut, yeah. Uh, and I kind of agreed to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I think there's only James Salt and with worse hair than Rick to be honest. Um, <laughs> Peter Wood. Uh, There'll be some changes this week. Simon Grix on SoundCloud. I've not seen that. He was frustrated after being 14 4 up and indicated change to come. Fair enough. Yeah. As I say, we are in a position now, and I think we've mentioned it in the last couple of weeks, where if you're not, we're in a position now if you're not playing to your maximum capability, then there's players who are going to come in. Player's gonna come in and, and do a job, and it keeps players on the toes, really. Absolutely. So, uh, and he, like obviously we just mentioned, Conor Robinson, uh, Robinson, Connor Davis come in. Yeah, he's hardly played. He's come in, played really well, and he's like he's got he's got the shirt now. So hopefully, um, he, he either he keeps that or other players that are there will, um will take that shit and play extremely well there. We've we've spoken as well about the need to get the
1: combinations firing for the playoffs. We need to get a half-back pairing now and stick with it for the rest of the year. And I think Connor and Liam are going to be the ones that we absolutely have to go with, personally. And and as as he says here, he felt sick watching Mate shows the character for them to dig a win out. Yeah. I'm sure you're raring to go now, Robbo, because, you know, it's been a long time out of the team. You're back fit and ready to go. You just need to wait on selection and... uh, that extra sort of spring in your step all, all sort of propel us up. Well really. yeah, well
0: it's, it's coming to a winning team now. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying there's any correlation between Robinson being injured and us winning games, but <laughs> not that at all. But the the whole mood of the the team the club the fans and that is completely different and then he's coming in and if he can it straps like we know that he can he can play oh, yeah. then it'll be absolutely fantastic and I, th- I think we mentioned didn't we in the in the previous podcast about
1: how there were there were times when Liam and uh, and Connor and uh, Woody were sort of linking together where it didn't matter who was running the lines or who was receiving the pass the the depth that we had in our attack. Would have beaten anyone, yeah. you know the perfect structure. So I think that's where we are at our best. We've sort of cobbled it together, and obviously Grixis stood up, and obviously Liam's done all these fantastic game-winning things to become the hero of Halifax. But we signed Connor Robinson to play yeah. halfback if he's fit and available. He needs to be playing half. Yep,
0: yeah, I agree. He's got you, you. You've got some catching up to do on your mate there, uh, Connor. Yeah. Uh, Liam's, Liam, Liam has taken all the, the the highlights there. He needs to come in and. Uh, and, uh, and and and, and get it, and get stuck in. You need to catch up to him. Um, we're getting comments about different things here. What what, what time are we on? We've been on for about half an hour now, have we? Twenty odd minutes. Right. So about halfway through, we'll carry on. What? Well, oh, let, let's segue, Sean, we? because well, we've got plenty
1: of stuff still to talk about. Are we actually. right? Yeah. So I'd say Sam and Matthew. We are going to talk about those two things, but just a little bit later. I want to stick with the Bulls game because obviously big crowd in for the first time in donkey's years it seemed yep. and and all the pre-match stuff that were going on what did you what did you guys make of all the pre-match stuff i thought the band were outstanding i thought yeah. having the stilt walkers were good the kids seemed to be into it and another big shout out to our mate um jamie gray giving the flags out to the kids yeah. and stuff that had a massive impact but yeah i, I think uh, having a big crowd in the atmosphere that it generated was was outstanding it was it? just
0: a good vibe it was just good energy really um to quote two Love Island phrases there, um, I th- I just thought it was, <laughs> I just thought it was just a really really good atmosphere all round before getting yeah, everyone. It was just as if everyone had breathed a big sigh of relief that yeah. we were normal back to normal to now big derby game, and it, it it was great to see, really good to see and see look, and I noticed loads more younger fans there like at the back yeah. of the stand we had a load of like teenage lads and that's really really good to see and then i noticed that there were a few um youngsters at the face painting bit with uh jade who were painting the, yeah, the faces job. and stuff uh absolutely brilliant stuff and yeah and i, th- I did think there should have been a little, probably a little bit more than what, 2600 or something uh, I,
1: th- I think that was what they sort of gave us an estimate yeah i don't think they've done the returns and stuff yet. right
0: but regardless it was so good to see a flurry stand plenty of Bradford fans coming over on that north stand mm. and a lot in south stand as well and the atmosphere, it was so loud. It was it was really, yeah. really loud. Obviously, I was right in the middle of it so I, you can't really gauge that but you you over in the east stand, what, 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 were we as loud as we thought?
1: Uh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, the fact that big derby game and they're going at each other from each end, it, it sort of gets lost in the middle at times. You think, oh, they're really quiet and they think you're really quiet but it's because the sound that you're generating from each end, does, like say, Margaret's into the middle of the field. So on that pitch it must have been absolutely bouncing. And and I think that's all when we went over and you saw the celebrations, it was just like cloud nine, wasn't it? So. Yeah.
0: I don't know what players in the pool afterwards they'd say it, it, it were really, really loud. And as you can hear from my voice, <coughs> um I, I I was a part of that. So yes. Um I, I long a long may it continue. Again, as I say, it shouldn't hopefully it's not just a one shot deal is the is all this effort before the game. Hopefully, it just returns again and again and again. What I really don't want on Sunday is that people turn up with the oh, it's all a Newcastle mentality. Yeah, it's, it's, it's obviously going to be a big lull because it's not a derby game, it's not such an important game in terms of league position and stuff. But we still need to keep winning, we still need to keep the momentum going and stuff and we need to create that atmosphere every ge- every game now regardless of where we are regardless of who we're playing and hopefully that that does continue because i, I absolutely loved it it was what we've been missing for the last 18 months and yeah long may it continue yeah it
1: lived up to its uh, pre-match billing did it the thing as well with, with obviously we're not probably not going to uh, go to lose as we all know so yeah, we'll, we'll have will. a week off after this week so we can put everything into this one week have a big big game big atmosphere again have a, have a week to sort of uh, regenerate and then go all out for the last, what is it, six or seven games before the playoffs. Yeah. So Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really chuffed with the turnout. I hope I, uh, if anyone's watching that hadn't been before or whatever, that you get down Sunday and back the lads again. Because as they say, the crowd have a massive impact on them, but they're having a massive impact on us by the performances they're putting on. Oh, of course, the, yeah. You, it's like that Gladiator thing that they're coming out going, are you not entertained?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very much a two-way thing. It's that the the players will rise to the occasion if the fans do as well, but the fans will rise will rise to the occasion if the players do as well. So it's it's totally cyclical. But yeah, I I absolutely loved it. As I say it it would have been a shame to lose that game, but I'd have had a belt in time because it's it's what we've all missed, It's like what we were saying back in February and that it's just kind of like oh I'd, I'd still take a a, a loss if you imagine it's just complete chalk and cheese. Summer sunshine drum going crazy alifax beating bradford as opposed to february cooped up in the coal watching us lose to batley and being knocked out in the yeah, cup five all the people crowded around one laptop yeah, yeah. and uh, the weather Zodan as and well yeah for
1: the forecast that it was the weather smiled on us that day as well so yeah. it was just a perfect storm all around wasn't it and the boys rewarded us with a, a famous win i mean it's a shame that you couldn't have heard the audio on the, the last try of the game. Yeah. Cause it, it just erupted, didn't it? You know. Yeah,
0: we can hear it on, on the Bradford one and, 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 and Mick Gledell did did come out with some, some good lines there. Must have must doff my hat off to him. Uh, breaking Bradford hearts and all that. It was, it was true. And as I say, to say that Bradford don't care about that Derby, they sure were disappointed in, 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 in that loss and they were celebrating when they thought they'd won as well, so... Yes, apparently Bradford don't care about thats but I think I think they found the level now. I think they realise that they're not they're not going up to Super League anytime soon. They're not going to rekindle that Leeds derby. This is where the this is where they're meant to be, not Super League and uh, derby matches against does as we said in the in the in, in the podcast in the week. They're never boring. Oh, they no. never they're, there's hardly any blowouts. There has
1: been a boring one in what thirty odd years. Yeah,
0: there's no, there's, there's no blowouts. Three points difference on Sunday. I can't, I can't One remember. point, you know, four
1: points difference between two league games is, is bananas, isn't it? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So, yeah, it's it's long mate, it con- I'm going to say it again, long mate continue there. Um, let's see if there's any more comments regarding that game there. If not, we will move oh, on we'll to stuff on. there. Right. Breaking news. Today, yeah, Um Fev getting two points deducted, as Sam Beaver's as tall as, as told us there. Thanks very much for that, Sky. Uh, Sam Um makes the league very interesting now. Um We still don't necessarily know how much of an impact that will have because it's all point, uh, win percentage and all that jazz, but they have been punished for breaking COVID regulations and all that sort of stuff. It just brings them closer to us because they lost... um against Toulouse on Sunday, and then they also play Batley this weekend, and Batley I noticed the table today they've yeah. they've snuck well under the radar to, to get up there, I was impressed when they beat us in the cup to be honest, and also when they got close to us at Mount Pleasant as well, I think they're a decent side of Batley, and they are knocking off teams, and I say, it will be a very interesting game at Batley, but I do fear a backlash. I do fear a fev backlash. I think they're going to close ranks and they're going to think it's feb against the world and, oh, and, and that the sort victims, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, always the victims, never their fault. Um, I, I think it's just going to be a bit siege mentality and they're just going to go hell for leather for it. I think, I think Batley are going to be on the end of a spanking if, I'm, if, if I must admit. But, it'll still well, be a game
1: i think it could be the the other way around really because batley will sort of feel aggrieved that because i mean those two points have been deducted from feb because of oh what of course, their players played, yes. played against Batley where they got the win so Batley yeah. are missing the two points that would have or potentially could have put them right on our heels so yeah. i think Batley will be will be thinking we need to go and turn these over you know mm. um for the sake of a bit of revenge there so yeah you're right uh, Adam it should be an absolutely cracking match that one it says here
0: yeah and also and also um we play fair in a few weeks and that is going to be if we keep on winning and let's say Batley do us a favor on the weekend it's going to be an absolute corker over there it could, we could make second but i've got i've got a theory about that um which we'll I'll go on to in a little bit. Um we are getting comments on um on the game now. We'll just tie in Pete, Peter Wood said Aronson Robinson should play a halfback for me. Griggs played well for a spell. We're missing Robinson's kicking and pace. Scott Grix having a go at McComb, not cool. He busted <laughs> a good to get back. Yeah, I noticed that when I'm watching highlights um before. And um he's kinda of right in what he's saying is 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 Grixie there that he should be in position, but I think McComb was trying to chase back on the other side of the field. It does kind of show it is an experience in terms of playing on the wing, but heat of battle and that sort of thing, should you really have a 36-year-old full-back playing half-back exposed in that sort of position, I don't know. He's
1: is is a fact lad, you know. You you were saying earlier, do those lads know what it means to us? That proves Yeah, it. Exactly. they were absolutely fuming about it, yeah. so...
0: I don't, I don't, I don't think there'll be any grudges there at all. So it's, no. it's all in the heat of battle, and you That's do get it. that. You do get that in games there, really. Um, just to kind of go back onto Adams' comment there, he said, "Fed if, if battle will be a cracking match. They they lose, we win. We could see a shift of momentum that we have, and we have not seen in a long time. It's all about momentum, and it's kind of like what I said before about we we've just got to keep winning games. I've mentioned it like on on on, on group chats that we're part of. As long as we keep winning." that's all that matters. Yeah, like the rest sort itself exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. If, we, if, we, if we do our job and win and win scruffily needs be and that sort of thing, as long as we get in those two points on the board and the win percentage up, that's all that matters to me really and I'm sure that's the message that Simon Grix will be saying to the players as well. It's so tempting to look at other sides and look at Fev and that sort of thing but the, it would be typical Halifax to go and lose to Newcastle this week. I'm not. I'm sure it won't happen because I think we're, we're, we're different now. Yeah. But it would be typical old Halifax to play so well and win against Bradford, and then take us eye off the ball and, and lose against Newcastle in a game where we should really win. But let's hope not. So not, let's not be negative. Well, I think that that loss
1: that the typical old Halifax loss that we seem to have every year was old and wasn't it? When yeah. when everyone were calling for him to be sacked and that yeah. and then look what's happened with the turn. Look,
0: look how it's been turned round and I don't like to say I told you so. I love to say I told you so. I knew that would be the bottom mark. It would all be uphill from here all going up from there and, and it's, it's proved right and... You look at the. I, I looked the other night at the Oldham highlights and the back of the highlights, and it's just like watching a completely different team. It's oh, just, man. you just don't recognise them in that. And they have done so well to come out the other side because it was touch and go, I reckon. I reckon there'll have been some conversations in behind closed doors and stuff to think, bloody hell, do we need to change things around, really? And like Grixie said himself, he was getting some stick um, publicly and that. But yeah. as I say, it's, fans have got a right to wear their views. And complete it on board, but we've also got a right to be smug and say we told you so. Um, I, w- I
1: won't say that the fans have a right to have a go a coach in front of his kids. No, 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 no. That, no, no, was, no, that def- was absolutely shocking. Not, and whoever that, that is, yeah. if you're watching, you want to be ashamed. Either. Yeah,
0: I'm not. I'm not saying that whatsoever. Um, but what I'm saying is that like for things like this, if people say that 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 Greek should go and all that sort of stuff. Oh I, yeah, I, 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 absolutely fine. The, 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 the fans have got a right to say that, but. As I say, we, we've got a right to say, it. I told you so. So, <laughs> um, so yes, um, Adam Patch said BBC shows 85% win ratio for Fev.
1: What, you, you think the BBC are that up to date? I mean, <laughs> they'll, they'll sort it out, mate. They have to put another column in, don't they? <laughs>
0: We need to kind of know how they're going to administer this. Because the point deduction means no, really. It's about win percentage. Are they going to take a win off them to lower the win percentage? I would assume I, so. You'd yeah. have thought that anyway. I
1: thought it was an absolute joke. They put a statement out which said, like, the alleged incident, and then everyone were like, well, here's a picture of it, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: So. And the way that they did... They They've
1: handled it very poorly, but like you say, yeah. they always seem to have that mentality of, oh, it's us against the world. Everyone hates us, but we don't care. It's about time you uh, live and die by the sword. If you're going to do something stupid, you have to pay for it. And look look exactly. at us, like I said, players were out in pub with us. Fev, you silly buggers, if you'd have just waited a few yeah. weeks, you could have <laughs> done it
0: all and, and everyone would have been doing fine, you yeah. know? True. The way that they said that they didn't have CCTV and then magically the CCTV appeared and that, it just stunk to me. But hey, Hope, that's what RFL have done. Um, and hopefully it will um, it'll mean that we get close to second, really. Um, Paul Cunliffe, um typical Super League fan. Uh, why is it when people talk about all winter games, they always say, "Oh, that game at Batley versus whoever." Um, he always thinks like that against Saints. Uh, yep, th- uh, I-, I still think that there as well. Um, but yeah, um, ba- Batley. If you if you if you haven't gone for a long time, Paul, I would definitely recommend going to. Um, going to Batley now because it's a great ground um, that was years ago by the way the ground has improved beyond recognition from probably the last time you went there so um, yeah what I'm trying to say is, Paul, is get get to a championship game, Super League and all that. Championship's where it's at. Oh, but by, by the by the scores that you saw on the on 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 the weekend, the table how it's been framed, it's been absolutely brilliant. And, and as I say, it's it's the, it's the best league in my opinion. I'm not I'm not even being biased over that. I've
1: said for years, every Super League team, they always say, oh, we don't want relegation. It'll do you some good to get relegated and go down to the Championship because you remember what Rugby League's supposed to be about rather than just being about yeah. being on Sky on a Thursday night and whatever. To get to go to places like Batley and Dewsbury and Fax, mm. you get to meet the people. You don't have all the restrictions that you have with Super League where Warrington's bar shuts at half-time. Like you can yeah. have as many pies and... Pints at Batley <laughs> as, as you can, you know, stomach. So, yeah, yeah look at, it humbled Hukia when they came down. It humbled Cass a few years ago, though they've but been up so long now It humbled they Bradford to, as well they when they Bradford. came down. And i tell you what it London. did as well.
0: Leeds, and when Leeds played yeah. in the middle eights, they absolutely loved it. They loved Quint Halifax, and, and the, 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 the fans told me that they loved going to all the grounds they hadn't been to before and stuff, and they realised that, there is life outside Super League it just just needs exposure but I don't want to go into a a completely different area but the championship does need exposure it needs to we need to show what what it's like, how good it is, really. And um, we all know that. It's just that the wider world needs to know that. Um, Craig M. Saul. Amen. Thanks for listening, Craig. Uh, Scott Griggs has a passion, so why he acts like that. And he has added the leadership we were missing. Harry seems sort to of have played better with him. Yeah, completely. It's like what you were saying there, Rick, about his passion about being a facts lad and stuff Absolutely. like that. He's a senior member of the side. He's, he's part of the court. Is he is it one of these sister uh, coaches yeah, yeah, as well? Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously... He's, he's passionate if if he didn't if want passionate I don't think he'd be playing because I'm sure at 36 his body's probably telling him stop now please stop but he's carrying on and that that word leadership definitely what is what we were missing leadership in in a role which we needed there really because at full Personally, I think his legs have gone for full-back. Woody's got that position sewn up. I yeah. think he should stay away from full-back. At half-back, we can take things a little bit slower. There's not that much of a demand to go running around all over the place. I think he fits in there perfectly. And you're absolutely right what you're saying there, Craig. I think Harris has found his perfect foil to get into the groove that we all knew that he had. Now, the million-dollar question is whether Simon Gricks puts on Robinson back in there now that Harris has found his groove it can let Robinson go right you look after the kicking and stuff they, they can actually find a really good blend between them really it's but tough you know, isn't it and of course
1: it's uncompromised but as we've spoke about loads of times on this you know we've managed to put Pudge to 13 and I've seen people saying I'll oh, put Robinson as a bench hooker and all that sort of stuff mm. so there's plenty of stuff we can do but I really think he needs to put his neck on the line and be like right this is my half back pair and regardless and if like say if Robin don't get picked which I think he should I think it should still be Robinson and Harris Yeah, is he going to drop his brother can he fit him in somewhere else will yeah. injuries sort of take that decision away from him we don't know we'll Possibly. have to wait to see when the squad's announced Possibly. on Friday but
0: I remember when we did the interview with him for the podcast was it late last year uh, and he, yeah, and he and he said he, he loves the pressure that comes with it. He's come to Halifax to be the halfback. He's done his moving around. Now. He wants to come and play halfback, and I completely agree. I think I think he needs to play now. Where that fits in with Scott Grix or whoever, I don't know, but I think. It needs to happen there because as I said before our defense our attack just seems a little bit one-dimensional in in, in parts but we don't know what goes on in training and that sort of thing and you've got to say that Bradford threw everything into it so that that's the thing there um Paul Cunliffe said that 18th of December 1994 was the last time I went to Batley so yes Come again to, to Batley. Not, not we are Batley podcast. Come
1: to the share when Batley play us. Never mind, don't
0: Yeah, exactly. But Batley, he's one of my favourite grounds in Mount Pleasant. I absolutely love the place. I think he's absolutely brilliant. They, they, for what they've done with it in that space, they've made it into a really lovely ground and a really nice, welcoming place to go. Um, and it's absolutely brilliant there. Um. Nathan Field has come up with an absolute belch of a question. What position, in our opinion, do we need to bolster?
1: Can I start on this one? Go for it. Second row, I think we've only got real two second rowers. Um, They've played a lot of games over a long time. I think it'd be good to get someone in to sort of give us an option there. But also, obviously, since Hewitt went back to Huddersfield, Mm we've been missing that. So
0: So who's playing second row at the moment? We've got Garside Uh, and... Garside
1: and Kavanagh right who've been outstanding and mm-hmm. I mean big shout out for Cav as well he, he had a really oh, good game yeah. against his former club since
0: he's for come back self. in at second row he's been a completely different player that's he's it. been absolutely brilliant he's proved me wrong uh, for sure definitely because I thought he'd, he'd his days were numbered I, I wouldn't have put him in my 17 now i put him straight in that 17 can't drop him can no, so he's, he's been played absolutely brilliant
1: but I, w- I would like us to have the option there that if we did get any sort of injuries in that position that we'd have some cover I mean getting Hewitt back if there's any possibility of that would be fantastic but I'd say I'd say second row for me
0: I'd say half back myself I think uh, as, as cover I think trying to fit square pegs into round holes or rounded square pegs into rounded holes is 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 tricky really and as as well as Scott Griggs has played there and as good as we know Conor Robinson can be there we, we just need cover in that sort of thing i think everywhere else in the field i take your point on second row but we can fill the players tangat can play second row yeah. fairbank can play second row davis um, morris yeah. can play there and that, the, 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 the pack it's so interchangeable, it's ridiculous. They are so, uh, apart from Murray, who is an out-and-out prop, I think they can play kind of yeah. anywhere, really. Um, but I just I think we need an half-back and poss- possibly an outside back as well. I would say full-back, if anything, because yeah. obviously if
1: it if it is the case that Wood is going to miss any amount of time, like you've already said that Gritch's legs have gone for full-back. Do we, do we look to bring someone in with a bit of X factor that we can get out of the back that can create something from nothing. Oh, do we because put we said Salty like- there?
0: <laughs> he's played there before. I love Salty at fullback, but he says he's a winger. He wants to play a wing. Yeah. Um, I-, I love Salty at fullback. But again... We are not we don't This is why we don't get paid the biggest exactly we don't know what happens behind closed doors and training fields and all that sort of stuff. There will be plans and I'm sure they run through routines in different with different positions, different players in mind for that. Um if they don't then they are completely missing a trick, but I'm sure that they do there. Um There's no more comments coming through and that sort of thing. Let's go back to an earlier comment from, who was it from? Matthew Tallis, thank you very much for joining us. Thoughts on the Rugby Rugby League World Cup being delayed to 2022? I'll start on this one. Yeah, go on, because
1: you had tickets, didn't you? I
0: am absolutely gutted. I can completely understand why they've done it, because of what's been going on the last 18 months and they're wanting to put on the best tournament possible, and they've come to the conclusion that the best tournament possible has to involve Australia and New Zealand, which is fair enough, I get that, but it just stinks of kowtowing to the NRL and stuff there. We had the opportunity, we as a northern hemisphere British, whatever sport you wanna, you wanna say, have the opportunity to stick two fingers up to, to them and say, look, rugby league is much bigger than Australian rugby league or the, uh, and the NRL. We actually give something about the the wider game and international rugby as a whole. Forget Phil Gould, forget Peter Volandis or whatever. It is just arrogance, greed. And dictatorship that has, uh, that has ruled this and I think they should be absolutely ashamed of themselves if it was nothing else going on I would have a grain of sympathy for them, but the fact that they've sent a massive team over to the Olympics to to, to, to Tokyo where
1: where they're having a massive way Exactly,
0: whatever, and it? they're all getting treated in bubbles and all that sort of stuff, they are sending uh, a rub- Australia are sending a rub union team to Europe to England and France, I believe, uh, exactly the same uh, around time. at the same time. The Euros, the footballs happened, all that sort of stuff, and yet they don't want to send players over because it messes up their own league because they don't want to move the calendar because of the money that it makes and that it shortens their season. I think it's an absolute disgrace, and. I I truly, truly believe that if they're not already, that they should be seeking some sort of compensation from the NRL, Australian New Zealand League Commission, for the absolute farce it's going to create in terms of redoing this World Cup. Because if it had been in, in the Southern Hemisphere, I don't think Super League... Or however, will be saying, right? We're not taking our players down there. If the shoe was on the other foot, I don't think it'd be but like that they at all. Would,
1: then, if we were like, oh, we're not taking our players, they'd be like, so what? We'll play without you. Exactly. What Which done,
0: what so. we should have done. We should have gone. Screw you. We're gonna have the best tournament possible. So what if Australia, New Zealand, out there? Player power should, and and the players need to look at themselves in the mirror as well. They need. It, it was only Jason Tamalola who who actually came out and said, I'm gonna travel and play for for Tonga. Miss World Cup, I don't think, I think the players have lost a m- massive amount of respect in my eyes for that and they are just completely self-absorbed by NRL, state of origin and their own backyard. Rugby league is much bigger than Australia and New Zealand. It is a worldwide sport if it is given the right chance to be so and if we continue to shoot ourselves in the foot in terms of denying a Toronto the chance to progress, denying a World Cup, denying the likes of Papua New Guinea to struck the stuff on the world stage. America want to join the party. Serbia. All these nations who want to play this fantastic game that we've got. And just because of some f- few self-centred individuals who want to protect their little nest egg da- down under in, in terms of the NRL, I'm not having it. I think it's yeah. an absolute disgrace.
1: Yeah. Uh, you said, like, self-centred, single-minded. The fact that, like you said, the cent- all the... Team to the Olympics, and that they're going to send a union team at the same time, but they haven't thought of the implications of moving it to 2022. You've got the only time that a, World, a football World Cup is going to be played in the winter, at exactly yep. the same time. So it's, le- it's leaving the game, the biggest, what should be the biggest showcase tournament in history. Now that you know everyone can watch it abroad and everything, in danger of being overshadowed completely and, and just being another also an afterthought yep. to the to the sporting calendar of people that watch it. So. I think it's absolutely disgraceful, but I expect nothing else from them. You know what they're like, you know. <sighs> it's it's yeah. such a missed opportunity, massive missed and opportunity. And we're living. I think that they're a bit running scared because they're all in their lockdowns down there, and they're worried yeah. about the quarantines and stuff. Because, but that's your rules. Look at us; we're, yeah. we're having time of our lives up here in Northern Hemisphere. I mean, good luck down under, but yeah, it, it just stinks of self-centered. Uh, me, 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 I, I, I yeah. and, and Rugby League don't need that they've they've come out and sort of said look we, we do sort of want to help the international game but actions speak louder than they words and, and you're not doing enough to promote the game with the finances and the backing that you have in Australia. I think the fans would have liked, even the Aussie fans would have liked to have seen the Kangaroos play they haven't played for no. however long they, and, but their first thought as well once it would postponed oh but we'll play it, Kiwis
0: you know, yeah. Oh, a of, a yeah. Kiwis
1: Oh, and we'll invite the South Pacific nations over, and we'll just have our own little tournament. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! So that's pretty much the World Cup then.
0: Yeah. Thanks very much. It's, it's just it, it was a chance for us to have the first massive event post-COVID with no restrictions on there whatsoever, and it's been blown. It's, it's been bollocks. It's there. it's been sabotaged by greed, by greed. Dare I say, corruption. Uh, it's just it's just an absolute disgrace. Um, anyway, let's finish on a positive yeah, then. I, I'm, I'm getting help. I know <laughs> okay. I need to calm down. Um, let's wind down and let's kind of finish off the comments but also look forward to this Sunday in terms of Newcastle. Uh, Peter Wood uh, says, could do with a subscription channel for Championship Rugby similar to our league. It's quite a competitive league that needs more respect and exposure. Um, I believe that the Championship tried to break away and garner a deal with premier sports but that's kind of gone quiet um a lot of it hinges on this deal with sky by the end of 2021 don't know but more people talk about it the more guys like us have a platform to talk about it let's say we are Halifax fans but we are rugby league fans in general as i keep saying it's rugby league podcast we're just a hint of halifax panthers um as long as we keep talking about it, as long as the product is, is brilliant it produces the matches that we see it we can't it we can't be ignored. It cannot be ignored. The playoffs are being shown on Sky, including the grand final, wherever that may, might be. So that's that's good. That that's a good thing because that. Um, hopefully they get it's not just shoved on as an afterthought. I think was it, it was last year or the year before where they showed it was on Sunday nights, and I think that's a great time to have it on. Yeah. I think that's a really good time to have Championship rugby on because Sunday's a day where most people have a day off and stuff. And finishing late on a Sunday it's <coughs> not it's not it's not that worst thing in the world really um, and, a, and a Sunday six o'clock kickoff in to so that See, I'm not
1: too sure I agree with that like let the full-time pros play when they can have their leisurely swim on a Monday morning not the lads going on building sites so we're gonna have a late night getting back to wherever they are a couple of hours
0: sleep and then getting up and going to work and but the thing is that if if you if you, if you do move Saturday it around, afternoon for me Premier, exactly. Premier League football, you get dominated by football, and a lot of a lot of rugby league fans will choose football in in terms of that because season tickets and commitment for football is a hell of a lot more expensive than rugby league, and that's unfortunately that's that's what we are. And again, going back to the World Cup, it just shows us a second rate sport that we can just count out to to, to to individual organizations where it's just going to be paint a picture of rugby league secondary sport. And that's what the championship is, is. Within rugby league, championship is seen as kind of the second look rate. At, look at darts, well. when darts became a massive
1: thing. They, that were on Thursday nights at the same time as Super League. Were they going, oh, we can't have a darts competition on telly because Saints are playing bloody Wakefield. No. They and didn't I,
0: give two shits. And when, and when championship rugby was on, on the Sky, it got more viewing figures than the darts at the time. So people will watch it. Maybe we need to go back to Thursday nights. We need to find a w- way that it works. Um and uh, then the, the player consultation has to come into that for Absolutely. sure.
1: Absolutely, I, I just want to go back to Pete's point about the subscription channel. The the problem that you have is you need the initial investment to get the cameras and the and the equipment to yeah. put it all out there. You need someone to put the money up to set it all up before you can then charge your subscription service. So it's definitely something that should be looked at, but it would take joined up thinking from the RFL and uh, <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> A- anyway, let's <laughs> finish positively then. So Damn. Newcastle this weekend. What what do we <laughs> make of this one again? <laughs>
0: Nice segue. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it should be a comfortable win, really. We we, we won comfortably up there. We shut them out up there. Um, hopefully, we get the same this weekend. Hopefully, it's just another momentum. It's We just carry on that momentum going forward, and it's another t- two points there, really.
1: Uh, I reckon we'll get a different team to the last one we saw up there. I think they were struggling for injuries at yeah. the time. I think they've got some back now, but mm. I, would, I would still expect our lads to be flying high in training all week and like i said they've got a weekend off afterwards so they can just go absolutely full throttle at it and uh, and give everything and then have a nice rest after that so yeah if the crowd get behind them i can't expect newcastle to bring that many so let's hope that the crowd get behind us
0: and, uh, mm. and cheer us on to another um what would it be ten in a row hopefully. nine in a row
1: nine in a row you would
0: be nine in a row yeah uh, but yeah ho- hopefully that is the case um and that is all she wrote thank you very much for, for joining us everyone um, eventually, <laughs> hopefully we'll, we'll we'll sort out slightly better for next week. Facebook has completely changed how we we stream, and it's just a complete mess. Um, that's why, got, we've got a producer here who can look oh, yeah. look into that, that sort of stuff. Uh, thanks, Rick, for, for, for doing this again. Thanks for everyone's been comments, and from myself, thank you very much. And as always, up the Facts Panthers, on, you boys
1: in blue.